Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another edition of State of the YouTube Podcast. Uh, today, we are joined by our usual co-hosts, Emperor Lemon, Monkey Jones, and a very special guest, the Cameron Hansen of YouTube. Uh, he goes by Anxiety Wars. Uh, uh, Zach, how are you, Zach? Hey, I'm doing well. Yes, thanks for having me. I love the name of this YouTube channel, by the way. It's sweet. Oh, no, you see, of... because Rusty, Rusty, and Monkey keep keep shitting on me over the name because it's my name idea. So oh, thank you very much. my brainchild. I birthed it, and Emp told Emp said we should call it like like the N word boys, and I was like, Emp, no, that's that wouldn't work. It's already been taken. <laughs> just because yeah, it's already S- been taken, the SEO for that would be just be so bad. Yeah, it would not, not be worth it at banned. this point. It would it would be another Monkey Jones ban over here. So oh yeah yeah yeah. So I've been so, trying to get Rusty banned for years, so it's all part of the master plan. Uh, if that happens, no. I'll be all right. I'll move on. I guess we should explain wh- why I said the uh, the Chris Hansen of YouTube. You actually um, said the Cameron Hansen. Which what? Is yeah. A debilitating what error that is highly embarrassing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm very God. embarrassed. Well, and listen, I have it written it. down on a piece of paper. Who the fuck is Cameron Hansen? It's a name you made up. Okay, Anxiety Wars... <laughs> How about you tell us what your channel's all about and and the goodies people can find over there? And that's going to be the subject of today's podcast because it, it's a very controversial hot-button issue that I think is fascinating and fun. Yeah, I agree. It's it's definitely an issue. Um, but, I, you know, my channel's not that special. It's just, you know, sometimes I, I do random things, but um, I mostly just, uh, I don't know, just enjoy fooling around, um, doing random things in the city, talking to random people. But especially, yeah. I I like um, I find I find it most gratifying talking to predators though, and meeting <laughs> up with them and yeah. Right, right, right. So I so when I found your channel, I think it you were on a hiatus from doing predator stuff, meaning that you were finding and, and kind of manipulating uh, predators online and uh, to to think that you're an underage kid, and then you meet up with them in person. Uh, and yeah. and just kind of call them out. Yeah, it's it's something I don't really enjoy doing, talking to them online. Mm-hmm. It's very boring, and it, it's, I mean, it's disgusting, right? Um, and it's right. just, it makes me really angry, too, that they're thinking they're talking to a real underage kid. Um, but when they want to meet, it's, um, it, I don't know, it's just, I find it very interesting. Because everyone's different. I've confronted right. 15 people so far, 15. And, okay. um get this everyone like when i confront them in person everyone says at least something and it blows my mind it's like why wouldn't you just take off and like go away right but they always they always want to like convince me that they're there for a different reason or something but it's like yeah the evidence i've collected and what they've said in chat it's just so strong it's like there's no chance guy like what are you doing oh and you're doing thorough stuff too like you'll you'll have printouts of long conversations uh, where they're saying very explicit stuff thinking that they're talking to maybe a 13 year old girl or whatever and then and also photographs that they send you so you're showing them a picture of themselves and their chat log and they're yep. confused <laughs> they're, they're saying uh th- that's not me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and check this out some people most well most most predators they understand that oh you know it's a setup this guy's talking to me right it's, there is no you know 13 year old girl around um, but I've had a couple people where they were confused or like they because they, they still thought the girl or, or the boy was real and to where they said like, dude, are you are you like her brother or something? It's like, right. It's like, <laughs> it's like dude, it's like, 
no, this this girl didn't exist. Like, it. <laughs> if so, I could give my background on this subject, uh, one of my favorite television shows of all time is, of course, Chris Hansen's To Catch a Predator. I've watched legitimately every episode at least 20 times because they used to – there's this website called – it used to be a website called SyncTube, which is pretty much like your rab.it where a group of people come in and watch – uh, videos together and there was just there was a whole room on the website dedicated just to to catch a predator so i would always <laughs> hop in when i was bored and just rewatch it with the chat over and over again uh, i even when chris hansen wanted to bring it back as hansen versus predator i even donated like 20 bucks to the kickstarter and then we got four episodes and i was so disappointed so i'm glad that <laughs> independent creators like you are, are going out to do this. I actually have not seen your channel yet, but if, uh, if this is what we can expect, I, I think I have some binging to do. I think I need to open up a new SyncTube channel. Oh, man, I, I think I watched every one of the Predator videos. And also, you do a lot of other stuff on there. Like I was saying, I think you had taken a hiatus when I found your yeah. channel, and you were doing a lot of um, like dumpster diving stuff. Just, and, yeah, and, random stuff, not important stuff, really, and, You know, if you look at the grand scheme of things. Um, but I've recently uh, started to do the, the Predator stuff again, so it's um, it feels it feels good, you know. It's because I don't know. I just when I was on my little hiatus with Predators, it was just I don't know dumpster diving. I mean, I like doing it and it's fun and stuff, and people are still entertained by that. Um, but at the same time, it's just like dang, like I knew Predators were out there, and please don't do much about it, to be honest. You know? Well, Zach, I just gotta say. Watching this video that Rusty sent me the other week when he talked about having you on the show, um, it, it just seems it's so compelling simply because it just seems so risky on your end where you go out and meet these people. You have no idea what exactly their temperament is. You don't have any idea if they're armed or dangerous. And you just go out to this, at least the one you uploaded last week, you go out to this isolated area with... Yeah. this potentially unstable person and how how do you get over just sort of the fear that a typical person might find with that sort of situation yeah so um uh sometimes i wear kevlar but i know you know it, they can only do so much but i wouldn't from by the way disclaimer i wouldn't recommend anyone doing this right it's, i know the risks <laughs> oh yeah no. and yeah it like takes just, a real madman yeah i mean it's it's um you really can't think too much about you know what would happen if um, but at the same time, you know, you you definitely have to take that into, into consideration before you do that. But you know, I've I've known that the whole time, and it's easy, it's really easy for me to say since I haven't been hurt uh, yet, I guess. But um, if you if you are going there all anxious and and fearful, then you can't say the right stuff. You you, you know will more likely uh, get yourself hurt. I think. Oh yeah, because they'll they'll be they'll know that they're in charge at that point. But exactly, w whenever you walk in there in all your videos, you walk in there with an authority, not an actual like legal authority, but like you're walking in there and, and you're um, you're confident in what you're saying. It doesn't seem like oh, yeah. you're showing fear, at least from the angle we see, because you're wearing uh, camera glasses. Right. Which is yeah. And, a really um, cool way of filming it. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty good. I love the camera glasses because I have both hands. You know, if it'd be different, I'd feel super vulnerable if one of my hands was was busy. You know, holding sure. a camera, and that's what it was like in 2013 when I first started doing it. And I felt like, man, like if this guy does something, you know, I just have like one hand, and then I have like this big camera in my other hand. So the camera. How glasses old were helps. you in 20? Uh, how old were you in 2013 when you started this project? I was 20. Okay, yeah. so. 
do you just look like an alpha Chad so that people might <laughs> think you're a police officer or is it like babyface coming up accusing me of being a pedo? Uh, I don't know. It's it's weird because it seems like I mean I'm 26 now, and it seems like people still don't take me seriously. Um, but it's like it you know it doesn't matter like who like confronts you. It's just and I felt that really early on when I was 20. Um, like like some some guy said um, the first predator I I busted he he uh, he said what you're just some kid like pretending to be a little girl. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, dude, you are messing with the wrong person. And it's like, and it, it makes me mad because it's like, at the same time, when I get angry, though, I can't, I can't show it. And I just have to stay calm. And uh, I try my best at that. But yeah, what you were saying earlier was um, about, yeah, being authoritative. I, I try not to show fear. If, if I do have it, I try not to show it. You know, of course, you know, some of this stuff is, is really risky. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes when people get in my comfort zone, I do not like that. And I'll just, like, there was this one guy, um, I was just talking to him, and as, as I was reading him the chat log, this was at midnight in a park, and there was, like, there was no one. And he got in my comfort zone, like, right in my face. And he lifted right. his, yeah, he lifted his chin up, and he was, like, looking down on me, almost like, like, oh, like, what are you going to do about it? Like, and I thought, like, dude, I said, I, I said, hey, like, take a step back and get your hands out of your pockets. And he just he and he did he you know he he obeyed yeah. and I, I thought I thought cool and then there was this other time I was at I was at Taco Bell and um, this Uh-oh. guy was extremely nervous he was of course because he just got caught and he oh, was I remember like, ranch one. on his burrito yeah he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the jury I was he's the only dude that that fought it in court and. Um, so, in court whoa I yeah. didn't know how far these things went they, yeah, so they that, went pretty this far. is the guy. This is the guy that was like really that almost fainted. Oh no no. Um, well, there was a guy that fainted, but yeah, this guy probably almost fainted. Yeah, probably. Um, because he was really sh- he was shaking visibly. Oh and, yeah um, yeah. Oh, red hair. I think I remember watching this one. Yeah, all of these are uh, so hard to watch because because yeah, it's we feel for you as the audience. Yeah, uh, I don't... it's just the fact that you're going out there doing all this. So right. to the point, yep. to, going back to the point of that guy going to court. To what extent, Zach, do you work? with your local law enforcement with these projects do you gather all this evidence beforehand and then submit it to the police or is there some sort of premeditated activity going on there okay yeah so um first when i first started doing this in 2013 i would just send it to the fbi um and then they you know they they would never reply to me so like i had no idea so um a couple years go by later and um I, I did more of it, and I'm thinking, like, the police aren't doing anything about it, you know, but I would still report it to the wow. FBI, and um, I was wondering, like, what, like, there was no communication at all, and I told the FBI, I said, like, dude, like, here's my number, here's my name, here's all of my information, blah, 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 um, but they never did anything, um, and then, so I continued doing it more in my city, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and um, things kind of blew up, and I was on the news and stuff like that, and the police, the local police, you know, found found that out, and I, I told them, I said, hey, look, like, I've been reporting this stuff to the FBI, but they're not, like, doing anything, um, and then so <laughs> I, I spoke with a detective, and he said, like, hey, you know, we're, like, give me your stuff, and then I'll determine, like, whether or not I think that arrests can be made, and I'm like, okay, so I gave him all the information, and then um, I was checking, I was looking at mugshots one day, randomly, like, a month later, and I'm like, holy crap! This guy, this detective's arresting people. Um, oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. And then, and then, so on the news, I it blew up on the news, the local news here, and um, the, the, some like um, he wasn't FBI, he was DHS, Department of Homeland Security, 
And okay. he was saying, like, yeah, like, this guy helped us catch this guy years ago. And I'm thinking, like, what? I didn't know that. And they, they, they said that he went to prison because he had, like, a bunch of child porn on him, too. And uh-huh. I'm like, like, this is crazy. The FBI didn't say anything. Um, but the local police, they did arrest these guys. And um, so I went to, you know, I was, I was um, subpoenaed to, to testify and give my evidence. And so, well, yeah. Man, that's, so, really, that's really frustrating, though, with the FBI where you were doing this stuff and sending them this evidence for two years. And it hits kind of close to us because Rusty and I live in Florida. And as you all know, there was a huge school shooting last year where the FBI was tipped off reportedly over 30 times to Nicholas Cruz and they didn't do anything to prevent it. Yeah, that's so, the feds are like that. They're they're very secretive, and they they are so just they love investigating and they love taking their time investigating. And it's just because they want to build solid cases. I think I think that's right. what they're doing. But it takes sure. forever. Yeah, like um, an they're example. not kicking in doors just because they hear uh, like the the lady <laughs> next door screaming or something. No, they they have when they go they go full force and just holy crap, you know. Um, but it's weird. It does take forever. Like. When I was in high school, I graduated high school in 2011. Um, but when I first started high school, there was this history teacher there. And um, I, I learned only a couple years ago that he was arrested a couple years ago for, oh, I think fuck. he had child porn on him. But he was meeting up with, he was trying to meet up with underage girls online and trying to have sex with them and getting nudes and stuff like that. But check this out. I read the port. He was arrested, I think, in 2015, maybe. The uh-huh. FBI, it said in the, in the news article I read, that the FBI had, inv- had, had been investigating him since 1999. Oh, isn't my that, God. Isn't Jeez. that crazy? How much, I'm how like, much time do you need? How many victims uh, were there because they were just sitting on this case? Well, yeah, that's an interesting crazy. dilemma. Where yeah, I mean, he was a high school teacher the whole time. Nuts. How We've had a couple of high school teachers. Uh, we had a couple of high school on. teachers get arrested for shit like that. And it seems like it's got to be really prevalent in high schools, middle schools, and elementary schools. Uh, go, going on this, the legal thing, is there anything that you are doing illegal that they warn you, like, hey, you actually don't, you're not supposed to be doing this? Um, well, the, the DHS agent did say that um, he insinuated that, oh, we, we have to make sure, like, he has to make sure that he sits with an attorney and make sure uh, the stuff he does is legal. And I'm thinking it's, you know, I'm not legally, I have a perfect legal right in my state right. to actually arrest these people. I can go oh, so shit. far as to do that, but I don't do that. So I know my boundaries and I don't, you know, and that's why I get frustrated when people have said like in the news, like they love doing this and attorneys against me and crap like that. They, they called me a vigilante. And so when I was testifying against the, the dude that fought it that I was talking about earlier, the defense attorney, he loved it. And he was saying, like, Zach swears. And I had to an answer under oath. And like, you've called yourself vigilante, blah, blah, blah. And I said, like, no, I've never said that. Check the record. I've never said that once. I said the news has been calling me that. And so that pretty much shut him up. You know, he's just trying his best to BS. But it's like, because I don't, I, don't, I don't literally take the law in my own hands. And I'm yeah. not the judge, jury, and, and executioner. And so many people have, have said that legally in, in the in the court of law, and it just makes me mad. It's like, I can do so much more within my boundaries, even. Um, no, it seems I, like you're, just, you're just filming people committing a crime. You're not the one who's also arresting them and giving them a sentence. I mean, you're exactly. just... Yeah, yeah. And, and at the end of the day, Batman is a vigilante. What's so bad about being a vigilante, <laughs> huh? Well, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that the police... Uh, 
they they think that Batman's breaking the law oftentimes. Yeah. Are the police uh, portrayed as being like the the smart good guys in the Batman comics? I th- I think I the the police do not like competition. They don't like other people doing their job. But when they're not right. doing their job, you know who is going to do it? I mean, I see police all the time giving out tickets. You know, um, just citing people that uh, don't stop for pedestrians, whatever. End up surely those things are important. But at the same time, it's like. I don't know. It's there's a, a different world out there, and that's in the internet, and it poses even more of a danger, way more of a danger, I think. No, for sure, and and um, the, the fact that you're doing this all on your own, I, I, whenever you take breaks, why is it that you have to take breaks? Because I imagine it's it's got to be horrific the amount of investigative work that you have to do to even set up one of these sting operations has to weigh heavily. Uh, on you because you're talking to some some pretty sick people yeah it's um it's it's not too bad i'm a like i um i work from home i've been i'm a computer programmer self-employed um just do like contract stuff and like do a lot of freelancing so it's not too bad for me to like talk to predators you know when i have a minute um but at the same time yeah and some of them are really needy but um as far as like emotionally and mentally you know before i used to it kind of affected me because it was just like so like it made me look at people differently because I'm like, oh, this guy could be a predator, blah blah. Sure. But sure. um, yeah, totally. Because it's it's like you know people's secrets and stuff they wouldn't normally tell anyone else. Um, but I don't have an issue with that. It does take a ton of time though, and I'm just yeah, I would imagine to, be in a to, to even convince these people because what I've seen in your videos is that they are uh, a, a lot of these predators are and and rightfully so with shows like uh, To Catch a Predator that's been out for so long. They are very, very skeptical about who they're talking to. Maybe yeah. not all of them, but but they don't yeah, want totally. to get get caught. And, well, uh, sp- speaking and so you of just the, be, you have to one up them. Oh yeah, yeah speaking they're of the, smart uh, process, too. I was uh, I wanted you to like get down to the nitty gritty and like I'm not saying I'm gonna go do this, but pretend that I'm planning on doing it. Can you like give us a step by step like you decide okay I want to start catching predators tonight like what what sorts of apps or websites are you using to uh, to trick these guys like what is the what right. is the process from beginning to end Okay yeah I'm going to be tight lipped about some stuff just in case if predators sure. are watching just just because right. um I just have a lot of tactics and tools that I don't let let people know just so because some of these predators are so smart and it's ridiculous how good they are and man if if like if if you're it's it's insane because some of them can get away and it, like and that's only happened to me a couple of times where it's like they're so skeptical and 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 they they see things and and sometimes I mean sometimes I can't do certain things um but uh it's it's pretty pretty much anywhere kids are predators are so you have apps like um Snapchat is a huge one um and then Kick it's kind of fading away Kick Snapchat is Snapchat is um kind of more popular now but um, and you have um, Omegle is a huge one. Um, yeah. Huge <laughs> Let me ask Omegle. You this, uh, re- real quick. Um, so like Snapchat, for example, that is such an an instant uh, messenger to the point where like you can take a live photo of yourself. How do you get around not sending a photo of an actual 13-year-old girl to these guys on Snapchat? How do they fall for that? Uh, I I have arrangements made, so I can do that. So that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's not um, this kind of arrangements where you <laughs> have uh, uh, risque photos of children that you're sending, right? No, of right? course it's not. A... No, I okay. n- never. Um, but I because no, I imagine they ask I, for that a lot. No, but I have decoys. So 
<laughs> yeah, and, and uh, in the last video that I saw, I, I was actually thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, the guy was asking for a picture, and uh, I think the the way it played out in the video, you're saying, well, I, I still don't have the picture ready, but, you know, send me a picture of you, because you were trying to get a picture of his face so that you could uh, surely identify him whenever yeah. you met up with him in person. Yeah, and it's annoying, too, because predators, they're all, I mean... I don't know. It's just they want so much attention, and it's just. I mean, I don't want to deal with it sometimes. So, you know, I'll, I'm slow to to answer messages and and crap like that. And I just I don't like it when they request like, oh, send me nudes. Like, obviously not. That's you know, I'm that's that's terrible. You know, right. so I don't even go there. Obviously, um, but yeah, some of them are really smart, and um, yeah, and you just have to stay one step ahead of them. So, it's um, it's okay. The, the most difficult thing is in real life. Um, just having the, the thought of, oh, what if this person is is like somewhere else and is just waiting waiting for the girl somewhere? And so I have to the locations I choose I choose for a reason, and it has to do with how they're set up. And um, just because most people, most predators, don't think the way I think in, in the way that like, oh, you know, if, if you want to avoid getting caught, then do this and do that and the other thing. Most of them don't, but some of them do. Some of them are really smart. Fortunately, most of them are stupid, but. The ones that are super smart will probably get away with it. And oh, so you yeah. just, I mean, and it, so that's why you have to go all out in these investigations and do nothing half A and um, be, be, make it to where that this person really exists in the mind of the predator. Because if they have the slightest doubt that this is a setup, that if this is really someone else talking about on the keyboard, they're going to leave. And, and it doesn't even matter. Even if they believe the girl is real, they'll just um, sometimes, most of the times, like, I've been talking last week. I would say I talked. I've been talking to like twenty different predators. Most of them ultimately don't follow through and meeting up, even when they say they want to meet up. Most of them don't out of fear of being caught, and I love that. What do you think the percentage is, and and what's the thing that that uh do you, do you reach like a certain point in the conversation where you can recognize this is the point where most predators will will opt out? Yeah. So usually it's when they play with the idea of meeting up. And then um, the like, and I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna entrap anyone, you know. This um, sure, but um, not at well, all. That's the so age-old argument is if all of this is entrapment in the first place, which I I think is a, a fun debate to have. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that. Um, but sometimes I don't people, think we will. I think I'm on the same side as you. Right. When when people sleep on the idea and and wake up, you know, I I allow that sometimes, right? Like, and then be just I don't know, just. Just because, you know, their minds may change and I'm like, dude, like, don't do this. And I think in the back of my head, like, stop, like, don't, don't fall through. And then yeah. sometimes I get a, a ma magical message that says, hey, I've been really thinking about this. I don't want to go to prison, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I love that. Um, yeah, and that's, that can that's one thing that I've seen it with your videos is that you, you know, uh, I, I don't want to phrase this the wrong way, but it seems like you actually have a general, um, like, not care for the predator, but you don't want them to fuck up and you don't want them to go through with this bad thing. And, and that really shows it's not like you're, you're going for the, the gotcha footage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't exactly. I don't, I don't want them. If, I want them to where if they were talking to a real underage girl or boy, I want them to be afraid. I want them to not follow through and meeting up. So, and it can be frustrating sometimes because I can be talking to them. Like some of them, it's only a couple of days, the chat, you know, before meeting up, whatever. Sometimes it's months, several months. And so sometimes I've, I'm building all of this evidence, all of everything. And then they say like, oh, like, hey, I've been thinking about it, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not going to meet up. And part of me thinks that, darn, like I have so much on you, blah, blah, blah. And it's a crime in and of itself. 
where I live and just right. to just to talk. And so I still report them, but it just makes for a better case when they actually show up in real life. But not every predator that talks to me wants to meet up. Some of them only want nude pictures and it, like that that bites. And so I still report them, you know what I mean? I oh, just yeah, can't, I can't yeah. get their face though. It, it bites, but you know, I can I can do other stuff and getting more information on on them, but I mean, the problem is with some of these apps too. It's like dang, and some of them are lame and, and obeying court orders and crap like that too. And uh, anonymity is is a big factor, and mm-hmm. it's like you have to know who these people are, you know. So, what has been the most shocking identity of a man you have found? Like, do we have any school teachers or anything in your uh, uh, repertoire so far? There was a football coach for high school who was arrested, and um, fuck, there was yeah. Let me think. Mm. I think a, a YouTuber who does uh, knife game songs, I think you said, was one oh, of them. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, don't say that. Um, I, I didn't say any names. <laughs> well, hey, listen, let me let me say this. Uh, the, this is how I found uh, Zach in the first place. Uh, what, well, you met him in I was a, on Omegle. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. He invited you to the Walmart parking lot at 3 a.m. I was like, oh, shit, man, I watch your videos. <laughs> well, you know what's, I you know what's known hilarious? <laughs> I get really strange comments that say, like, like, oh, like, I want to meet you. I'm just going to pretend to be, like, a little girl. I'm like, dude, don't. And I've even, like, in person, like, friends in, in person say, like, like, dude, I'm going to mess with you and pretend to be an underage girl. I'm like, dude, That's don't. Cause then, and then, yeah, because I'm like, dude, like, if I, like, report you not knowing it's, like, you're just messing with me, it's like, don't. And, and like, I hope no one, no real predator comes up with a defense of, like, Oh, we know each other. I was just messing with him. But mark my words, that'll probably happen in the future. Who knows? These yeah, that's something that crazy. that I would worry about. Like even you putting these videos out, uh, are you worried that that will, I don't know, uh, tip off people in your area? Like what what is your range? How far do you go out of your way to find these people? Or yeah, is everyone in Grand Rapids? They're all just freaking the fuck out. No, some people don't. Like it's so crazy because. Some some people don't watch the 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 news, you know. Like when it blew up on the news, I was still talking. I mean, it was huge, and um, I was still talking to predators in my city. And I'm like, I remember thinking, like, dude, like you haven't even like watched. It was on every news channel about like these busts <laughs> right. and stuff. It was crazy, and I'm thinking. But some people are totally oblivious to that. And um, but I, you know, some some predators they come all over uh, my home state of Michigan. Um, in the future, I'll probably branch out because yeah, I mean, if there's some dude in another state. He's gonna think that yeah, I'm not gonna catch him. You know what I mean? And he's, he's oh, that was like right one now. of the best things on to catch a predator is when it, when the 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 perpetrator gets caught and they go ah oh, fuck I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> the best one yeah. was the it was like before they would arrest them. This one guy just said oops, and then they caught him again the next episode, and immediately he says oops. He says I was just trying to get something to eat. Yeah, he goes to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I love Isn't that guy. That crazy. Yeah, there's a man with a problem right there. And so it just goes to show you what does it take to stop these people. And check this out. I have a, I'm probably meeting the guy on Sunday who, um, check this out. This is crazy. Wait, Sunday? We'll we'll hold this episode. No, it's not Sunday in the Home Depot parking lot, right? Because I had a, somebody was going to meet me Sunday in the Home Depot. But but check this out. Okay, okay, thank God. No, you can, you can put the episode up. Um, But um, yeah, this, this guy, he doesn't, no, he's, he's not, (laughs) anyway. Um, it's not me. <laughs> it's 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 okay. No, no. I I meet I meet so many people, so it's like it's like every day. So so just putting that in. No. Um. But it's no. Don't worry. It's not you. <laughs> you're you're out of my range. No, I just joking. But you um, are on the list. Yeah. Check check this out. Uh, no, no. I don't. There is no list. It's uh, the list creates itself. 
sure. Anyway. So, Zach, um, um, yep. you said that you've met with over 20 of these predators in person. Uh, 15. Correct? Uh, 15. 15. Yeah. Okay, so child predation is always such an odd problem because it's something that everyone is aware exists but it, it seems like real dirty work to actually sift through and get oh, down yeah. to the nitty-gritty like what you're doing absolutely yeah and so i I was just wondering if you could provide some insight on how right. big of a problem is this really in just kind of your general area or sort of american society as a whole where that's the thing this doesn't really get reported on oh, or no. studied very often it's a lot more prevalent so, than oh, totally. it's this, it's this huge can. secretive Absolutely. web of predators yeah where yeah, nobody I'm, really knows how many there are so absolutely how, how many people would you say are sort of involved in this child predation ring i love this question thanks thanks a lot for asking this so when i first started doing this it wasn't it wasn't me thinking totally like Oh, there are predators everywhere. You know, this is going to be like like cool, and I'm going to bust them. But at the same time, it wasn't so serious. Like a, as far as I had no idea how big this issue was until I pretended to be an underage girl, and I'm like, holy crap! And like I was just curious, like because I was inspired by it to catch a predator, and I'm like, these people are in my backyard, like close, super close. One of the dudes I confronted was my neighbor. Like he was oh, he was like two shit. two minutes away, like walking, you know, like just down the road from me. Anyway, um, so I really never understood the scope and, and the how crazy of a problem this is, how widespread of, it, of an issue this was, until I p- started putting the stuff on YouTube and everyone reaching out, a ton of people saying that, hey, I was victimized, I haven't told anyone, um, thank you so much for doing what you, what you do. And I'm like, holy crap. And in some of the same ways, I catch the predators and, and that, who, the, that the predators think they're going to meet an underage girl, it totally exists. It happens all the time. I see their messages, the victims' messages, and it's so sad and it's heartbreaking. It's 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 really one of the it's pretty much the only thing encouraging me, like to to keep going because most of these people, most of these victims, you know, it's traumatizing. They don't want to relive it. They don't want to talk about it. Most people don't want to talk about this, but it exists and it's sad and it's tragic. But they reach out and they say, hey, like thanks for doing. I was victimized by blah blah blah, and it's just like holy crap. This happens every day. Like, I mean, yeah. people message yeah, me man. every day that, hey, I was a victim of a, of a child predator. And most of the, most of the time is, is of mine was, especially a few years ago, was spent just like telling people how to like report these predators and because they've never been reported. And it's just like they do it how over and over again. Um, so cyber, uh, cybertipline.org offers a, a great service to where um, you give information about the predators, where you met them, you know what they did, you know upload any chat logs, or whatever, and um, you report it to them. It's it's um, it's a tip line brought to you by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which is a good organization that uh, pretty self-explanatory. They deal with a lot of uh, child exploitation type stuff and uh, victim advocacy. But what they do is they get the tips and they they forward it to the appropriate law enforcement agency, and so a lot of intel is gathered from from that tip line. And so I tell them to go there. But yeah, it truly is astonishing. I would have never guessed that there were so many people out there who have experienced firsthand how evil these online predators are. It is mind-blowing. It is insane. And it's kind right. of a new thing for the most part. I mean, since the internet 
really start well, kicking off. The internet has certainly made it infinitely easier. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, it's always existed uh, through other means, but yeah, it's made it so much easier and, and muddied the waters for... Because uh, f- I remember when I, when I was a young kid on the internet, uh, I was just in AIM chat rooms, probably talking to a bunch of perverts, uh, <laughs> thinking I was talking to like girls my age or something, but... Yeah, yeah, I, I never met up with too. any of them. Yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the, the real problem I think with these online predators, like the the worst thing about it is that, like as an adult man, I really enjoy just like making friends with twelve uh, year old girls and just hanging out with them, like no kissing or nothing, just hanging out, you know, friends. And now everybody thinks I'm a big creep thanks to these predators. What the hell? Well, that's another thing too. So oh, the, <laughs> the, the don't say that like it's <laughs> a serious thing, Rusty. No, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I have a problem with that. Yes, it was a joke. I meant to laugh first, but but it's the, the thing about like the, I think you the meant guy to laugh the, at most of my jokes. You, you know, like the, the, there's an old man in a park sitting on a bench, and he might be a grandfather and have grandchildren. Relatable. And, uh, you know, a lady uh, walks by and she, she's like pushing a stroller with a baby in it, and he goes, "Oh," he like goes "goo goo gaga," like try to make the baby smile, and the, the mother goes. Like, don't look at my baby. You know, like, what if that guy wasn't a predator? It, it's uh, a <laughs> what? This is yeah, a weird never... hypothetical. Well, that actually reminds yeah, me of a story. No, no, my no, dad that's a, no. Do, do, an old guy in a park. Would you let? Would you let him do anything to your child? Would I let no an old grandpa goo goo gaga at my baby as I walk by? Uh, why not? Well, because well, he, he might be a gonna... predator. Well, well you know, he's going to take thing. it out of my hands and fuck it in front of me. He's making googly eyes at a baby. <laughs> It's, it, well, yeah, I, I, I make I faces at babies all the fucking time. I think I think um, a lot of a lot of stuff like that is just like I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It depends. Honestly, we judge people, but based off of their appearance, it really honestly would would depend on the way they're they're dressed, the the way their their stance, and it's just you know we we all have a guard to to let people in our lives or not, or or get close to our, our families, and so I think sure. that's very dependent on the person. That's a sure, very interesting dilemma. One of the because, things that you picked up uh, was that a lot of these predators don't seem to look like the stereotypical predator type. Yes. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, it's it's pretty mind blowing. Some of these guys are pretty good looking, and you know, um, and it's just I'm I'm not gay. It doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> what I'm saying is that there is this. this I think there is a stereotypical predator look to where yeah, bald head who, with a comb over, thick glasses. Yeah, uh, exactly. Fiddling thick their glasses. thumbs. Yeah, totally, and that's just not reality. Um, some of these yeah, in guys reality, are really these old. These predators so. might have like pink hair, avian truck shirt, like these real freaks oh, out there. God. Tattoos, cigarette <laughs> smoker, <laughs> the tattoos he anyone. gave himself when he was thirteen. Well, this well actually, there was yeah. a video like that. You had one. Yeah, it it just doesn't go with with um, appearance or or age, but also, I mean, education level, job. I mean, I've had complete losers talk to you know. Um, you know, an underage girl or boy, and then I've had people who are very, from what society believes in life, successful. You know, like money and family, and you know, wife and kids, and it's just like it doesn't matter. It's it's it doesn't discriminate. It's it's pretty bizarre. So I mean, really anyone, and that's what kind of messed me up. Like a long time right. ago, I would I would look at everyone and I would think like, dang, this guy has like really thick glasses. Like this guy, like he's like a stereotypical predator. And then over time, I've learned that anyone could be like and you have no idea here's the, the problem is of course when you have a predator the predator of course is going to say really messed up stuff to who he thinks to be a 13 year old girl he's not going to tell his friends like oh man i was talking to a 13 year old girl last night it's so cool <laughs> right he's right. not going to say that he's not going to say that to his friends family no one he's not going to say that so you really have I'm no idea delete some dms 
So and that's so why this I think is, is so terrifying. They're hidden. They're hidden among sort of us. The, the macro scale child predation effort by these predators is that these people are just regular members of our society who you would be completely yeah. unsuspecting to what they're doing behind the scenes. Absolutely. And that's what I also think makes it so much more difficult to deal with because heuristically it's very difficult to determine. Obviously, yeah, there's the stereotype that Rusty mentioned, but <laughs> in your experience, Zach, you've found that these people come from all sorts of different demographics. Right, but I was absolutely. really wondering if, I don't know, if there was anything that these guys sort of had in common that you could have sort of used as a predictor to tell yeah. if they were into this stuff, whether it's their temperament or posture or status or anything related to that. Okay, very manipulative. That's the word. I've noticed that a lot of things I thought were a, a trait, like like people who were who who I knew through what they've expressed in, in chats as um, depressed and and lonely and blah blah blah. But some of the guys, like they have a big social circle, um, you know, they they can make friends easy. Um, they just want to get laid by like a, a little girl or boy. Um, but what I found most is that they are just the the character of them. They're just, they want to take advantage. They want to feel that power. And uh, it's its pretty astonishing. I've, you know, my, my dad, like, watches my videos, too. And uh, he, like, I because I ask him, I'm like, I'm like, why do you think everyone that I've confronted says something to me? Why wouldn't they just take off, right? Why wouldn't they just leave without saying anything? Why would they talk right. to me? They have to justify themselves. Yes. My dad's pointed out that he said, well, I believe it's because it's, part of their manipulative nature and I'm like that's so mm. right and it's like it's amazing it blows my mind and some of what these guys say and, and they chat, think they can so manipulate you like yes. you're a child they think they can get away with it they think they can they think they're so smooth they think they can talk themselves <laughs> out of it they think they can control the situation that's a key word they want to control they love it and it just it makes me mad it's like dude if you want to control be a CEO don't don't like try to have sex with little <laughs> girls they just they just want to feel empowered. They just want to feel like like um like they're the 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 crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're the one. They're so. the one that's finally in charge. And and this goes into the the dark and difficult question. Um, what is the motivation? Do you think behind why these people act this way? Are they trying to recreate a situation that happened to them? Um, I've had had predators say that they were victimized, but. Uh, to be honest, I can't trust what these people tell me. And even if they were, there were so many other people who were victimized that don't go out and try to meet underage boys or girls for sex. And right. um, I, I think the main motivation is just there's something. I just don't understand it, honestly. I don't get it. Well, I there has to be something they're that, perverted. like... They're perverted. They're, I don't they're, but, know. but what makes them perverted? I mean, what are the age groups that you're, that you're uh, presenting yourself as to these predators? Usually between uh, twelve and fifteen. So these are these are young uh, uh, boys or girls that are in a, uh, a pubescent stage. They, these aren't like small small children. Uh, you, you dependent on yeah. It's, uh, some of yeah. Sometimes yeah. They're not they're not like you know like really really little as far as toddlers or you know like single digit uh, age oh, people yeah, but yeah, sure. but i mean oh, some yeah. of them i mean rusty loves to tell us that like in most of the civilized world 15 is the age of consent so i, I was curious about your cutoff age as well <laughs> in most of the civilized no in most Am of I the quoted? 
So and, Rusty and, said that to me one time. I was like, what are you talking about? So, I mean, no, it's 15 is actually kind of rare now. And it's, it's the, the laws around the world are increasing progressively. Like yeah. 15, I think Mexico is, not, is like 12. Rusty said we should go for a road trip. I said, what do you mean? I never uh, said that. <laughs> don't, don't say that on the record. That's not right. Rusty but, um, said it, not me. Okay, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> I'm getting kicked off the show again. So in the, civilized for... war, in the civilized world, and you know, um, countries like United States, Britain, the age of consent nationally is, is 16. But states differ on that. In the United States, it's the age of consent is between 16 and 18. But you have to keep in mind that even if the age of, of consent is 16, if you still have a, a, a nude picture of said 16-year-old or even 17-year-old, you could go to prison for, um, right. on child, child pornography. Porn. Yeah, so... Um, but, but no, I mean, yeah, like 13 is the age of consent in Japan, but you can pick any Oof. country and, and look at the, the sure. age of consent and it's only, it's only increasing, but you know, I'm in America, age of consent, you know, in my state in particular is, is 16, you know, California, right. it's like 18, a lot of other states it's 17 or 18 and it's, um, the laws there to protect these people. They're young. They're, they're, um, I don't want to say stupid. They're naive. They naive. impressionable, impressionable. Exactly. And so when when you and you know a lot of these 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 victims you know they're in a, they're at a time in their life where they're um they're they're feeling down you know they uh they're they're going through some hormonal changes they don't know what's going on and you know a predators there giving them attention and they become their confidant you know they 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 some predators are so slick at just just slipping in there as I am your best friend. And they take advantage of someone in very vulnerable positions with emotional problems, going through some some family hardships, whatever. And they 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 use that to their advantage. It makes me mad. Yeah, like so, I'm I'm here for you. Uh, yeah, and and I can I can manipulate you to get inside of your comfort level. So yeah. Zach, you you mentioned earlier how you sometimes you reach sort of an an aha moment where the person regrets the plans that you made with them and they say something along the lines of i really don't want to go to jail yep. for this um I was and, and you know what if, if i could expand I'll, I'll let you finish Emp, but i i think i know exactly the psychology behind that it's called busting a nut that motherfucker came and then immediately like all of us after you come from jerking off you immediately regret you, you, sure. You, no, I, have to, I have to say 20 something. porn tabs one by one with deep regret and i think that's why they suddenly want to say this shit i want to say yeah uh, sorry may i interrupt oh please it's do. along the same lines okay so totally because check this out i'll be talking to a predator right live chat and like he'll be like what are you doing right now i'm like what like i'm you know listening to music like what are you doing and he's like oh i'm doing this blah blah, blah. i'm like what the heck and then they'll be talking <laughs> and then out of the blue they would just like disappear and that happens a lot. Some people just yeah, want to get off. Totally. That, that, they're, they're, their balls are empty at that point, and they no longer, they're going, oh my God, what the fuck was I just doing? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the time on this Discord, me and Emp and Rusty will be talking, and then I'll just stop, and they'll be like, Monkey, where'd you go? And I'm like, oh yeah, I got what oh, I yeah, monkeys. Monkey has to go to the bathroom to pee. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to jerk <laughs> off to the, the sound of Rusty's voice. What was, uh, Emperor Lemon, what was your, your question? <laughs> well, so I was, I was bringing up the point where I don't know that just that anecdote you brought up, Zach, where they specifically say, "I don't want to go to jail for this." Um, yeah, people use excuses all the time. Where oh, the age of consent is like only twelve or thirteen in X country, <laughs> but obviously we live in the United States and we have a system of laws, and yet the laws don't seem to stop a lot of these people. They seem to not fear the law. So I was wondering if you could provide yeah. any more insight into sort of 
the precise psychology, or maybe it's not precise, maybe it's a lot more open-ended yep. from on a case-by-case basis, but the psychology of a child predator, where what exactly is going on behind the scenes? You mentioned earlier how some of them really enjoy the power dynamic, but I was wondering if compulsion or addiction could have anything, anything to do with it. Sociopathy. Totally. Um, do you think yeah. it's any or just a combination of these related to what forces these men to just deliberately violate the law and okay, right. the, the harsh penalties associated with it, it doesn't really hold many of them back from Not attempting at all. it. Not at all. I think I think most criminals of this nature are just arrogant and oh, I'm not gonna get caught. They're just they're like that. They're they're um they're they're just they're really stupid in, in that way. They think that the law doesn't apply to them. They think some of them think they're not a pervert. And check this out. I'll be talking to a guy. Not everyone that talks to me is a predator. Sometimes they're just people talking, you know, whatever, and they'll say, like, dude, like, like, what are you doing here? Like, get, like, get off of here. There are lots of bad people on there, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking, okay, this person's trying to, uh, has the, the best interest for me, right? No, because sometimes weeks and weeks later, before anything is sexual is even hinted at, they, um, they, they finally, you know, divulge their true intention. It's just like, you son of a, it's just, just how manipulative they are and, and just grooming the victim into thinking, you can trust me. And it's just insane. And I think some of it has to do with with uh, compulsion, for sure. Um, some of it has to do with with addiction. And I think I think they they may lose um, some of the um, the thrill of what once they they thought was sexually exciting to where they they take another step into illegal territory, and they just don't care because it makes them feel really good. And sometimes I can use that to my advantage because I just I know when when people are are hornier. They're um they're more likely to to make lax lax in, in judgment. So maybe Amen. that's why I think some of them are just really um, stupid. Um, so because because of that. But some people is, are smart though because they take a lot of time and so to where they're not as uh, distracted. When you're talking about um uh they they get tired of their sexual interests. I I think you brought up in the last video, uh the video where you actually had an apology note from the predator that predator that you had just featured in the video before um and you brought up ted bundy how he was making excuses about his porn addiction and how it had to go from you know uh one thing to yeah. the next in order to keep that whatever excitement alive yeah and next thing you know he's he's beheading people and uh yeah it's fucking it's them two weird. weeks after death it's just, it's just a scapegoat i mean a lot of people struggle with uh pornography addiction and not everyone that struggles goes out and, tr- and tries to have, se- have sex with 13-year-old girls. But, yeah, it's there's something weird. The sex drive of the typical predator or pedophile is one that is just... I don't, like, I don't understand their sex drives because it's like... It seems like they're just so, like, super horny. And it's, and it's like, dude, and it's perverted because they're, they're trying to have sex with underage girls. I don't understand it. I will never want to understand it. I don't understand... But it's so commonplace. It's intriguing to to think like, why? How can once be this so demented and in, in their in their horniness for for perversion? Really, I okay. Just, so that's I don't a big it. question. That's a big question that's been going on for for a while, and and it, it almost makes people look uh, bad upon you if you even bring it up. But there's been a lot of therapists who will refuse to see people who are like self proclaimed. Uh, I guess inactive pedophiles, like they have the thoughts, but they don't act upon it. Uh, nobody wants to talk about it because then they're 
they're like giving mental health to or mental health counseling to people who are like uh who clearly are saying i know this is fucked up i don't know what to do about it and so i I think that a lot of pedophiles like it can't just be that they're all just really fucking horny and that they just happen to have a preference like why do they have a preference for 13 year old girls rather than someone in their uh, regional uh, acceptable age range i don't understand i don't there are so many adults out there so many right i don't understand why someone would want someone immature you know physically and even if it's not physically the mentality and just there's something really wrong they just want to take advantage of of someone who is not as developed and um i i that's their thing and they they go to great lengths to to uh to get that and it's just something i'll never want to understand i have heard though that some of the dudes that that experience feelings of victimizing people they they feel these feelings coming and they don't want to victimize and and they they blow their brains off. i have heard of that where people oh, yeah. whether whether like i've heard i've heard a story of some guy who was abused as a kid and he never wanted to like grow up that and then he was experiencing feelings of like abusing his own kid and he killed himself before any because uh i i think maybe he felt that the compulsion was the the obsession in his mind was so strong to where yeah. i think that he couldn't control it and he couldn't stop it so he might as well stop himself um but it's Dude, so it's so, it's so weird. terrifying yeah, it's interesting that that you brought that up because yeah, what I was saying earlier about this dude that I'm meeting soon. Check this out. I've I've been I've been talking to him for like a month now, over a month, and uh, like out of the blue, I mean, this guy's bad. He you know he said I want nude pictures, blah blah blah. I want to meet him, blah blah. And is he he um just randomly he just he stopped talking to me. I'm like okay, like like okay, well he stopped talking to me. That's that's a good thing. And so I sent him a message. And it's like, boom, I got to like, um, it was, uh, he had deleted his account and I thought, great. You know, he, he, uh, knew something was, was bad. And like, he's um, trying to cut out the deep, whatever demonic shit in his head that's compulsing him or like, you know, leading him to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But check this out. But, but then he, he must've like reactivated or something. He sent me, uh, an essay. It was crazy oh. about, I'm oh. not joking. This is crazy. And when I, when I meet this guy, it'll be a super long video because it's so complex and sophisticated. He sent me an essay saying why this is a, a bad idea and saying that he's depressed and that it was inside the mind of a predator. I'm like, holy, this is like crazy. And it was talking all about that. Like he doesn't want like, like me, the 13 year old girl growing up, you know, like regretting this. And he says that, like, well, I think I'm mature enough and you're mature enough, blah, blah, blah. You know, the law is there for a reason. I'm thinking, like, this is awesome, right? This guy isn't going to meet up. I'm still going to report him. But, you know, that's, that's good. Check that out. All of that meant nothing. Because I, I told him, I said, yeah, that's fine. We don't have to meet. We don't have to talk. That's fine. That's all I said. I'm not going to trap this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, a week later, he says, like, hey, like, he starts talking sexually again. And Ugh. he wants to meet up. And so I'll probably meet him soon. And it's like, dude, no, why would you do that? And of course, you know, if he wants to meet up, I'm here to meet up. You know what I mean? But it's right. like, it's like, dude, like that little voice in your head that said, don't do this for all of the reasons you mentioned meant absolutely nothing in the end. He's still talking to me. And it's insane. He's the most graphic person ever. Oh, it is. God. He thinks he's in love with this thirteen-year-old girl. It's he's like says so he says he like loves me so much and blah 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 and he and he can't wait to and then some really really graphic stuff what he would do sexually and and like he would, super insanely graphic. It's just it's just so demented. I just don't now, get it. Pro- serious problems with there, you know. Now, Rusty, you brought up a point just now about how therapists a lot of them will refuse to see anyone who's been labeled as a sexual predator. 
So, Zach, since you kind of deal with these people a lot, I was wondering what is your opinion on how we as a society, how we as a society should treat these people? Should they be reached or should they be seen as mentally ill people who need to be rehabilitated no. or should we just lock them up and have nothing to do with them ever again or is it a mixture of both the serious problem with just locking them up is the current laws for as far as um statutory rape are are they they pale they they're they're um it's it's like you know they they go to prison for a few years um and then they get you know they take some plea deal bs and they, they get out um but I, I I used to think that that I was so hopeful early on, thinking that these people could get help, and wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great if we could solve solve this problem as a society? But through time and experience, and just the, from what I just mentioned there, for for instance, with a dude, you know, knowing everything that 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 um should prevent him from doing this, and actually I believed him. I I thought he wasn't gonna follow through. I thought he he would just stop talking to me. Fuck After all man. of that, meaning nothing. Honestly, I do not think. Anything in the world can help these guys. Because that's, that's what they're going to tell a therapist. And then they're going to get checked out of whatever fucking clinic. And in, even if you do something like uh, a chemical castration, Oof. Uh, as we've, we've debated whether or not or, or questioned whether or not Michael Jackson was chemically castrated, it doesn't necessarily stop no. anyone from preying on children. But So this is what I'm saying. I don't think them preying on children necessarily is is 100% out of their sexual interest, but out of some sort of fulfillment uh, in their head. Maybe something like where they have to be manipulative. They have to finally be in charge because they weren't always in charge. Uh, and yeah. perhaps they got manipulated and abused as a child, and they're trying to, I don't know, like counteract that. Oh, you, you see it in a lot of other aspects of uh, sex-related shit where people start acting out, like like acting out rape fantasies because they got yeah. raped. Yeah, I think I think some victims out there, some victims of childhood sexual abuse, I think some of them may want to um, feel less guilt and and maybe wanting to to believe that what happened was okay. And of course, the manipulation by the predator doesn't help this. But I th I think some people try to justify it in in their minds, and I think that is just so damning um, because I think that's when when maybe a, a victim could could um just create more victims um because yeah i mean some of these these over the years some of these really bad guys that that you see on in, in culture whatever like on the media um some really bad sexual predators out there you know have been Jimmy victimized and, and um i i just i i don't i don't understand um i i because you know i i'm not a victim um but 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 i'm not you know most victims i i, I get so angry though when people say that Oh, like like he's he, this person was abused, and this person's like gonna abuse more people. Most people that are abused, they don't like abuse others. You know, they can be totally fine. Like it's just, and it's I think it's just so wrong to 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 say that and just to judge okay. people based off of that. Um, but, but what is I, the thing? So, but it's like if I I feel like that's like uh, narrowing it down, like trying to just figure out what is the source of this very particular. Uh, if uh, asset of uh, uh, or facet of human nature. Like, well, I mean, why, Rusty, I if I can, if I can offer uh, a possible answer, I mean, is it is it really so insane for you to believe that like 
one percent of the adult population is attracted to fourteen-year-old uh, girls, uh, which when when a hundred years ago that was the social norm anyway. Like I don't think it's pretty ingrained. Well, no, in because our then you're going psychology. like in a this is yeah, more like and like medieval a, stuff. Well, that's so an so say in, in twenty years, if say say in fifty years, uh, I I was talking to someone. I said, yeah, when I was uh, twenty-four, I had an eighteen-year-old girlfriend, and people go, ooh, what the fuck is wrong with you and you're like well that was actually that was normal yeah uh back in this time sure and i'm not defending uh any of these people by the way but i'm just like throwing out that like that situation uh society changes and yeah so so to expect that does the human psyche and in the evolution of our biology change as quick as society would like us to i think if something is legal people will do it um i know a guy who is older who uh, he, when he was 19 i mean he's you know he's in his 70s when he was 19 he married a, a 15 year old and and whatever um but when he he was how old when he married a 15 year old he was 19 oh and well so, no that's that's fine i don't think that's any any 70 that, but what time what eight what year was that this was uh must have been in the 60s um but yeah things change in society um i just i hope that i'll never see a day where it's accepted um, for, like, to where the age of consent goes, like, lower than what it is now. Um, it it just, only needs to be going up because of I the hope, nature of how we're progressing. Yeah, and I, I think I never want to see a day in which uh, sexual predators are treated as, um, like, oh, poor Like an poor LGBT this person, sort blah, of blah, thing. Blah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, my God, that's the biggest one. Right, they throw the P on the end, and they're really trying to sneak their way in there. Uh, they're trying to, to make the maps sympathies. the next big, uh, like, gay, uh, uh, you know, like, the maps right, on, so, on Twitter. That's a big controversy yeah, let me, now. Let me explain this a little bit. So, in December of 2018, Tumblr kind of went through a major overhaul where they kind of got rid of the seedy end, the pornographic end of the site, where... There's a lot of people sort of illustrating and or posting really gratuitous pornographic and sometimes child pornographic things. And there's this group of people called, they go by the term MAP, which I believe stands for Minor Attracted Person. Yep. I learned about this by doing a podcast with one and ending the show as soon as he told me what that was. Yep. And so after Tumblr kind of cleaned out their gutters a lot of these people started flooding over to twitter and i remember that was that was a pretty uh i don't, I don't want to say major because it didn't get a lot of attention but that was definitely a story for a while where i i don't really know what to think of these people i haven't interacted with any and i haven't really done research into it but there is uh i, I don't know if it's a growing or i don't know if these people have always been around but it seems like there's a growing section of people online who it seems like they're pushing an agenda of sort of normalizing pedophilia. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or in, in the opposite of acceptance that if you are against this, then you are prejudiced. Everyone understands that prejudice is wrong. And the guys that sort of the Trojan horse of how they're trying to achieve this is that they're treating pedophilia as a sexuality. Well, you know what people what? would say in the 60s that a, a, a white and a black person getting married was wrong. So oh that's boy. what you're going to look like. Well, if, yeah. I, if I can I uh, give my... Oh, sorry, Zach, did you have something to add to that? 
yeah, I, I I hope I never see the day where where yeah where they they argue for I guess their uh, their rights as far as the the I, you know they they have they certainly have big issues you know anyone attracted to to someone much younger than them and much more underdeveloped and and uh, in every way um, but I I hope I never see the day where it's become where it's, it becomes accepted that they can do that to underage kids because like as as much as we want to fix this problem and as far as people not doing this and preying on on little kids it's like you know we have to we have to focus more on the victims and the people that that can be harmed by these people to where that I don't you know I don't want to help these these predators they I think I think they can't be helped you know, I would, I would rather no, just I, people I, helping I agree more, more the, the the victims just because that they're at stake here, that they're they're about to be harmed and and they are harmed and um I I just think I I don't I think honestly I think the only thing that will stop predators is death I think that's it ooh, 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 ooh. like and I'm not I'm not listen I'm not for the record not I'm, not, I'm not advocating them no, you know vigilantes. the death penalty I'm not advocating the <laughs> the death penalty. <laughs> For predators, but I'm I'm just saying that I think their problems will finally die off w- when they go to the grave. I think that's the only way that um they'll they'll stop experiencing these uh, these these diabolical so compulsions. You believe that there's beyond a shadow of a doubt that these people cannot be rehabilitated, and therefore, if they if they continue existing, then they will only harm more victims. I think it depends on maybe the age of the predator because when they're like 18, 19, you know, they're, they're, um, that's they a little a, bit of a different story because they're yeah, still because developing. We, yeah. And in some, in some, right. And in some, that's why in some states there's Romeo and Juliet laws to accommodate them. Um, as far yeah, as I'm not going to lie, guys, when I was 11, I was, I thought 13 year olds were hot as fuck. So, like, you know, arrest me when I'm 11 if you have to. Well, you know, yeah, that's that's funny to say that because I, I know a person that's that says, you know, he's an adult and he says like, hey, like I used to be attracted to 14 year old girls. And I'm like, the first time he said that, I'm like, what? And then he, he paused and he said, when I was a 14 year old boy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so, like, that's so, OK. That's OK. So what um, do you think about this with, with the people that are getting arrested? So say there there was a situation where this guy was uh, this had to be like eight years ago. A guy was 17. He was dating his girlfriend. She was like I don't know, 15, 16. They were both in high school. He turns 18, um, and he ends up getting arrested, but it comes down to, like, a statutory rape charge against him. And it's like, motherfucker, I just crossed the line there. So there's there's so much weird gray... Sorry, not me. Was this this before or after the slushy machines? I was never the captain of the basketball team uh, at this particular high school. Uh, But there seems like there's a lot of gray area that kind of gets also meshed into this. That that needs a lot of talking about and really figuring out like solid legislation on how you deal with it. Yeah, it's a very complex issue, and it's just it's um, it's very it can be broad, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not black and white when we're talking in those ages. It's, it's really not. Can I throw um, a, a possibly unpopular opinion out there, folks? I want to see what the boys think. Yes, and everybody crucify mm-hmm. me in the comments if you have to. Um, I think if two people attended high school at the same time, they should be able to uh, legally date no matter what. As far as having sex, I don't know. I'm a little different because when I was like 18, like the 14 year olds in, in high school, like no way. Like I wasn't not even saw like I'm personally, I don't know. It's just there is just too young. I, and even like when I was in college, like I, when you mentioned that uh, 
um, one of you mentioned that, like, 19 and 15, you don't see anything wrong. I don't know, when I was, when I was 19, like, 15-year-old, like, what? No way. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just, I guess, a matter of preference. But even if you do feel attracted to someone, you know, the, the you can't, you can't, like, if when the law says you can't, you know, you, you have to respect that. Sure. Yeah, I was just, well, I was throwing out my unpopular opinion. I'm just saying, I, I have lots of experience of seeing those freshman girls who I had a crush on going no, after uh, the, the senior chads. And I'm like, well, fuck, I mean, psychologically, and I hate to throw all women into this generalization, but psychologically, fucking women, and I think this is how they keep getting preyed upon, they want the older guys because it makes them feel more mature. And that's what's yeah, so insidious and gross about all of this. Why can't 14-year-old girls like me when I'm 14? I was stuck dating fucking middle schoolers as a freshman disgusting <laughs> i don't Jesus know Christ. i just i didn't find freshmen you know favorable i absolutely well, not when I was here's, like a pro- a senior. here's my problem with all this is that nowadays in high school kids have really different maturity levels and arbitrarily defining dividing things based on age it's going to make less and less sense going forward now a hundred years ago most kids growing up didn't go to school. They mm. Once they started going through puberty, they just picked up a trade or started working on the farm or working in the coal mine. A hundred years or, ago? Oh, yeah, a hundred years ago for sure if you're talking about the early, uh, like, you know, early 1900s, uh, late 1800s. I don't yeah. think high school has been, or at least attending to grade 10, that's what it is now where mm. you have mandatory schooling until 10th grade. I don't think that a hundred years ago was the start of the Roaring Twenties. No, weren't I, we a little more progressive back then? Well, it, it, was it also depends. The Great Depression. It, I mean, it depends. I mean, like my my grandpa, for instance, I, you know, I had a grandpa that you know dropped out when I think after eighth grade. So yeah, it, I mean, and that was like in the fifties. So um, yeah, it, it depends. Yeah, a lot of people just um, went to school to support their you know like got out and then t- just to support their family to work. Hmm. Um, yeah. My, so, anyway, yeah. my point with this was that back in the day kids got sort of mentally mature a lot faster because they got into the real world and had to deal with real world problems a lot faster than now where kids today are much more sheltered and it differs from place to place wherever you go and from kid to kid but what i argue is that it creates this huge inequity in kids within the same age group in their maturity levels yeah, you, you talk about how these predators are manipulative, but man, I've seen a lot of motherfucking sixteen-year-old guys manipulating sixteen-year-old girls. I think uh, I think yeah. this is a, a thing that just happens all the time, anyway. Yeah, and you know, it's it's yeah. I mean, I get some messages from people that say like, "Hey, you know, my ex-boyfriend was you know manipulating me and blah blah blah, and like talked me into like uh, sending pictures, whatever." And uh, it's it's like you know if if. If you're 16 and your boyfriend's 16, legally, there's nothing you can do about it. And I even had uh, some people who were like 18 at the time saying that someone else was like a, a predator, you know, like if, even if it was the same age or, or older than them. And it's like, you know, there's there's nothing you can do. And I think I think that's why I like the law saying that, like, okay, this is the age of consent. This is where, I, where you know, that you can make these decisions just, just to and for the sake of protecting them. Um, but... Yeah, like as as far as maturity goes, for sure, and it's just that's that's why it's it's it, it is very subjective. Maturity is, um, but yeah. you have to draw the line somewhere. And yeah, um, and and you're in the middle of this, and you're seeing it firsthand. So yeah, I, I imagine that cases. right, like when when you're talking to all these guys, like there's 
is there ever any doubt in your mind that uh, maybe this person is uh, just confused or do they make like clear and perverted and perverse um, uh, advancements on what they believe to be a very uh, immature or vulnerable person, whoever you're pretending to be? The older ones definitely know what they're doing. When I say older, I'm talking like people in their like 20s and 30s. Some of the, the late teen guys, you know, are just, they're not so manipulative. Um, but, you know, what, what they're still trying to do is, is, is wrong. And But um, I think I th- it really depends on the person. I can, I can tell um, the level of, of, uh, of control that they want to exhibit. And uh, it, it, it really depends on, on uh, they're all different. It's just really crazy. Um, yeah, what about like yeah. uh, mental uh, mental retardation? I'm not sure. Yeah, or people correct. with like Asperger's or something to where they yeah, can't no, it seems like that's that. very prominent. Yeah, it is. Um, but um, yeah, and even the even I mean, yeah, I've heard this before because you know I get a lot of people arguing with me just for the like you know in, in like my personal life and just wanting to play in devil's advocate and stuff. And some people say like, oh, if this person had like like autism or if they had Asperger's or something, then they would be like. Um, they could have the the same mentality of like a fourteen year old when they're actually twenty four, and I'm like, no, it's like the, not everyone with Aspergers is, is going to do this. And sure, and that doesn't make it right, but also right, should they but deserve it the same, the same yeah, like the, uh, death? I think they, with treatment, I think with treatment options, I have more hope for people like that because they can they can pick up and and learn some some uh, oh some skills, you know, you know, with with empathy and and understanding why That's the a, laws are there, you know, to protect sad these people. reality. It is that, a very that, sad reality. That like it, the people with mental illness are probably, and because I agree with you, it seems like they are more hopeful for being uh, rehabilitated than yeah, someone um, without. I went to a court case once. Um, one of the dudes had Aspergers, and you know it was made known to the judge that he had Aspergers, and the judge said to him, "He's like, dude," he said, hey, "I know you have Aspergers, but a lot of people have Aspergers, and they don't have sex with." underage kids and he sentenced mm-hmm. them so um yeah it's uh yeah it's just it's just weird you know i don't know it's just i think they should i think the law should should hit them just as hard as the people who don't um i, I don't know i'm i'm not really forgiving on, on stuff like that well They're boys adults. if i could uh pop in right now we've been going for well over an hour and i am i have i have one more question well, I, I just want to i want to open this up to you guys i'm really enjoying this conversation i'm wondering do we have enough to do a part two or do we think we're going to wrap up soon? Cause I, I think we could go on about this. No, I think there's definitely enough to do a part two. Yeah. Well, do another hour? Cool. I have a lot that this I want to This is a good ask. discussion. This is yeah, a very I, I good really, discussion. I'm really enjoying this. I just don't want to give people a two hour podcast. Let's give them two parts. 